Hi, it's Laura Giles, your host of Modern Animism Radio. Thanks for being here. So today, uh, we originally were supposed to be talking with uh, um, somebody who is an author and shares her experiences about what it means to be a walk-in. But, you know, Mercury's in retrograde, and it didn't work out. But I thought, you know, it's an important topic to talk about because lots of things are happening kind of synchronistically that um, show that there's a shift happening. I have come across some people who may be having this experience, so I think it's something we need to talk about anyway. So we're going to do that, even though I'm not a walk-in. Um, but before we get into that, let's first give gratitude to the elements and ancestors. I acknowledge and thank the Earth that represents the material world, our bodies, our stability, our survival. I thank you for supporting us and helping us to see the beauty through our lenses. I acknowledge and thank the air for giving us oxygen to breathe, ideas, and the means to communicate them so that we can connect. And I thank you for helping us to be impartial, non-judgmental, and mindful. And I ask that you um, take it easy on us. It's Mercury and Retrograde, and I'm having a lot of problems communicating with people lately. Hope that um, you're not. <laughs> I acknowledge and thank fire for power, life, warmth, and reminding us of the need to be responsible. I thank you for the desire to create, connect, live, and participate in the beauty that is life. I acknowledge and thank water for life, purification, and the reminder to be flexible, flow, and feel. I acknowledge and thank the ancestors from all the realms for all that you do that's seen and unseen. You are a reminder to do good deeds and share the love. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in, sending lots of gratitude to those who subscribe and share the show. Um, I can't remember how many countries we're in now, but it's a lot. So it's really good to see those stats going up and um, new countries popping in. You know, and when you share the show and subscribe, that's how we get the word out. So uh, it's helping. Thank you so much. Um, you can also help by donating. There's a button on our website at www.pansociety.net, or you can do that from the Podbean app if that's how you're listening. So without further ado, let's talk about this walk-in thing. So if this is a new term to you, basically what this means is that um, so when you're born, we have one spirit per body. That's how it's supposed to be anyway. I guess it could be something a little different, but that would be unusual. And um, there's an agreement before birth that, that one spirit will walk out, usually uh, at in adulthood, but not always, and another one will come in. And the reason for this is to bypass the baby phase. Now, um, to my thinking, I think being a baby is part of life. It's part of development. There's a lot of learning that goes into that, and it's, you know, part of the circle. But in this uh, walk-in idea, it's it's like the, you only have limited power when you're a baby, and so, you know, you aren't able to influence the world in ways that maybe you'd like to as an adult, and so the walk-in thing is like a shortcut, given the baby's face to be a shortcut. And keep in mind, I'm not a walk-in, so I'm telling you the things that I understand from what I've read in books. So let me back up and kind of give you a, um, a rundown of, of how I know what I know. So in the 80s, there was this book by Ruth Montgomery, and she is a, or she was, a political writer, like a, you know, a member of the mainstream media, very well respected, that kind of thing. And then she starts writing about spiritual stuff. 
she starts writing about channeling um, Arthur, I think his name is Arthur Ford, somebody Ford, who's a friend of hers, a colleague, and then she gets into aliens and she gets into walk-ins. So it was a real huge departure for her and a bit, really big risk to her professional reputation. Um, and this was the first time I ever heard of walk-ins, and it really hasn't been all that popular a topic because, you know, as I was looking for somebody to talk about it, um, the guest that we were supposed to have today was the only person that I found. And what happened was she said that pretty much all of her podcast interviews said the same thing. She's working on a new book, new materials coming in. She wants to wait and share it, have something new to say, which I totally get. Um, so you can see that there are new things developing, and I'm seeing that too. So um, I work as a trauma therapist. People come in with all kinds of stories. Lots of them are typical, you know, abuse, stress, that kind of stuff. And some of them are not so typical. Sometimes they have stories about strange experiences that they maybe don't want to share, don't know how to share because they're just so bizarre. So things like uh, ghosts or ETs coming in the room at night and harming them in some way or molesting them or, or just scaring them or, you know, maybe they have these experiences that they can't explain, the, the supernatural types of things. And so lately I'm seeing more of this, and the, the stories that I'm hearing from people do suggest that there's some sort of quickening happening. You know, when we're talking about awakenings and all of that, that does seem to be the case. There's there's a shift happening. I'm not one to get on the bandwagon. I'm pretty skeptical, even though I'm open-minded. But what I'm seeing in, in people really does suggest that this is happening. Um, brainwave states are different. Dreams are different. Uh, if you do any sort of journaling or mandala work or any kind of introspection, you'll see that the consciousness is changing. And so I wanted to bring this topic of um, walk-ins up in case this is happening to you and you're not really sure what's going on. So there are different types of walk-ins. And this is our, our guest who is not our guest <laughs> perspective. Because I originally didn't hear about this um, from Ruth Montgomery. But it could be like a fragment, um, which seems to be something like like the, the original soul doesn't leave. Like there's a piece of you that is part of, like two, two souls in one body, I guess like, is the way to to describe it. So you have the original personality plus, um, you know, I don't know if the, the walk-ins are people or if they're aliens or w what the spirit is, but usually it's, maybe maybe not usually, always, I guess, it's some um, energy with a higher um, vibration who has a purpose to do something Different, special, bigger than a. I don't. The, the terminology is kind of weird because I don't want to insert any judgment, but than a normal human being that grows up the normal way. So um, the fragment can can be kind of that. There's the companion ones that that also seem like there's a sharing of the body. Um, so originally I said that there's an agreement before life that. 
that this is going to take place, and that's not always the case because sometimes it's that it becomes an opportunity. So let's say that I'm suicidal, I can't do it anymore, and I'm ready to check out. Or let's say that um, it's a disease and I'm ready to check out, so it's not suicide, or it's just I'm just in such despair. And um, I'm not really contemplating suicide, but uh, I, I just don't want to do it anymore. So that becomes an opportunity for a vehicle, your body, to be used by someone else who has a mission here. And what happens is that, that those two souls swap places. And originally, so, so it's often with a near-death experience or something really definitive is on this day, boom, something changed and I was not the same person again. But not always. So I was reading in research for this um, interview, I was reading some people online's accounts. So kind of sidebar. This is kind of a... Um, uncommon thing, but if you search for it online, you'll see that it's not uncommon because they have groups for this thing. They have people who post about it. So if this kind of sounds intriguing to you, if this sounds like it might be you, you can find out more about it. It's not that underground. So back to the story. So I um, stumbled upon this woman's account of it, and hers was not like that. It was more of a gradual thing. Um, and And so it could be either, but usually it's you know, I was in a car accident, broke most of the bones in my body, spent this much time in the hospital, and when I recovered, I was a totally different person. And the reason for that is because it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. The person who is coming in has the obligation to finish things up. Um, so if the original personality had debt, you got to, you know, fix that. If they had... Um, uh, some interpersonal stuff, then you're still stuck with the burden of fixing that. And only when that is done can they go on and, and do their whatever work that they came here to do. So um, let's say that I had a best friend for all my life. And then walk-in happens, and next thing you know, we're not friends anymore. Not to say that there was an argument or anything, but it's just not a fit anymore. I'm really not the same person anymore. So old relationships can go away. You know, our, our ties with our job, our ties with our family just might not be there anymore. Our passions just change. Um, there's often a radical personality shift. Things that you used to care about you don't care about anymore. Things that you weren't interested in are now really, really important to you. Uh, there's also a interest in... I don't want to say metaphysical because it might not be metaphysical. Maybe it's science. Maybe, it, you know, it could be anything. But um, things that are for the greater good, I would say that that's, that's a commonality. Um, so your life becomes not just about you but serving. And sometimes this service is not in a big way. I kind of get suspicious about um, people who are the chosen one. You know, like um, whenever something happens and, you know, it's it's to make you rich and famous and special, I get a little suspicious, you know. Sounds a little bit like ego. So I think it's good to be cautious about that. And with this walk-in thing, it's not just you're here to save the world. Maybe you're here to start planting seeds about the environment. And that's a really, really important thing. Or maybe it's here you're here to... Uh, do a sustainability something. 
or to create an invention that helps mankind or just to, to sow love into a community and change it, change the vibration of it. I don't know. So, so don't think that I'm saying that, you know, you're a chosen one. There's lots of things out there that, that's like, oh, you know, I'm this, I'm special. I'm an empath. I'm here to save the world. I'm a shaman. I'm here to save the world. So it's not that kind of thing. Not to say that, you know, those people don't exist. Obviously there are empaths and there are shamans, but it's not there to separate you. It's there for you to serve. So I would think of it in that way. Um, let's see. What other things can I tell you about the walk-in? Um, so how the soul exchange happens? It could, it seems like it happens, um, pretty instantaneously. Um, like if it happens in a car accident, then boom, it's like one's in, one's out. Uh, it could happen gradually where the souls kind of get to know each other. Usually this, in the stories that I've heard, and this type of thing, it's, it's where the, there is no impact and everything is different. It's, it's kind of like a gradual thing. So like the soul that's coming in kind of lingers, gets to know the person, gets to know the light. It's like it's a decision that's make, being made, not something that was made beforehand. And then they kind of, just gently merge. There might be a dream that you remember about it, a death dream, a, a vision, like um, one walking in, the other one walking out. It could be like a, a I don't know. Um, I think if this happened to you, you would kind of be like, ding, 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 you know, and you'd be like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think this is what you're talking about kind of thing. Because when I heard it recently, immediately I was like, oh, have you heard of walk-ins? Because that's exactly what it sounded like. So I think it'll ping for you if it's um, if it's meant to be you. Um, so the adjustment period after this is typically pretty rough, um, especially in cases where there's a uh, the the catalyst for the walking out is something painful, like a divorce or a car accident or some kind of physical injury, a disease. Because uh, you do have to heal the body and heal the mind. And there's, it's, it's, it's like when people talk about awakenings. Usually it's not a story where all of a sudden, <laughs> the light came down and, and my world was just beautiful. Usually there's a transition period that it's really ugly and you don't know what's going on. You don't know which way is up and there's just so much confusion. Um, and it usually takes a while. It's not like a week. <laughs> it might not be a month. It could be like a year or several years. Years of where you're thinking that you're going crazy. And that's another reason why I'm talking about it because I think we need to talk about these things. It's so easy to dismiss stuff, you know, because it doesn't sound logical. But we have to remember that the other half of logic is illogic. You know, it's a blend of the masculine and feminine, the yin and the yang. So a whole lot of things that we don't understand could be true. Not saying that it is true, but it's at least worth checking out. So what happens to the soul that leaves? Then, it, you know, it just passes on the way that it would as if it died because it's left the body now. It's left the physical sphere. It's going to go into the light and continue on with its journey. So it's, the soul's not destroyed or anything like that. Nothing bad happens. It just, it's going on a different journey. Uh... 
So let's see. How would you know that you're walking? I don't really know the answer to that. I think it's just something that is revealed to you. And talking about it to the two people recently who have crossed my path, that this seems to be their story, there was just a sense of knowing about it. It was just a sense of, oh, my God, that's a story that makes sense for me. This clicks, this clicks, this clicks. So I don't, I don't know that it's a checkbox thing. It says if you have these five symptoms, you're walking. I don't think you can really do that because it's, I don't know, there's lots of other things that could be going on. Maybe you've got brain damage, you know, or amnesia. I don't know. Um, but I think if, if, if it sounds like, ooh, ooh, this is a possibility, you know, do some checking around the Internet. Everything's on the Internet. Go to one of these groups that um, talk about it and, and talk about other people. See what their experiences are. Um, but if you are somebody who is suicidal or somebody who's just ready to go, you're sick and tired, you know, and you're just like, hey, man, this could be my way out, you think, well, how do I do that? I think we can always renegotiate our contract. So what you can do is just talk to your guides, talk to your higher self, talk to, reach out to spirit and say, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm tired. Maybe ask for some counsel on it. And then see if there's somebody who's willing to use your vessel and finish up your the stuff with other people that's left here to do. I, I believe that, you know, why can't you? Do that. I think that would be preferable to suicide. So it's not a get out of karma free card. Your business with your loved ones, your job, your um, I don't know your spouse if you're walking out of a divorce situation. They do have to be finished with them, but your karma stays with you. It doesn't come with the walk-in. So it's kind of like once you realize, okay, this is not my life anymore, you have a choice um, to step into your own karma. And it may take a while because if you're closed-minded and you don't have anybody to tell you these things, it's not even a reality or a suggestion for you, you might not even know, you know, I have a suggestion for, oh, I'm a totally different person. Other than that, you feel like a different person. But I think, you know, hearing about this idea gives you permission to be that other person, to embrace that other identity. Because it's hard to break habits, and it's hard to break a habit of the body and the mind and the identity. So this is a way that maybe gives you permission to get on with your new mission. Um, as to why... This is only open to spiritually advanced souls. I think it would make sense because it's just part of the deal to go through all of life, to be a baby, to be an adolescent, to, you know, you want the whole experience. And there's opportunities in all of that. So if you bypass it, then you're kind of shortcutting the line, and it's just not fair. So... um I don't know. That's my thoughts on it. Uh, there is an organization for walk-ins. It's called Walk-In Evolution International. If you're curious about it, you can look it up. Um, there's a whole bunch of questions on here that I have for our guests that really somebody else needs to answer. So if you think that this is your situation, I would go there, Walk-In Evolution International. And just start talking to people. 
Um, I, I, there are other groups too, but this is the place that I would start. It doesn't appear that religion figures into this at all. None of the people that I've talked to, none of the books that I've read, um, say that this is a Christian thing. This is a animist thing. This is a anything thing. For my two cents, once you get in the realm of the spirit, the, the labels don't matter anyway. It's just something that we construct to help us to make sense of things. You know, we like boxes. We like boundaries. It helps us to, to stay in control. If I only have to deal with this little piece of it in this framework, then it makes it easier to access. But if you think about the whole world, it's gigantic. That's a really, 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 really big chunk to navigate. And so for people with our low density and our slow vibrations, we need our little boxes. But I wouldn't think that, um, I don't think that even to call them spiritually advanced or to say, you know, this is a religious thing, this is animism, this is that, it really doesn't matter, not at all. And I don't see that. You know, I've never seen anybody that's a walk-in saying, here, I'm here to lead you to Jesus. It's bigger than that. Um, and sometimes it's simpler than that. It's about love, and that can seem like it's not a big thing. It's a huge thing. Um, one thing that I do think is important to talk about is that this is not possession. So this is not someone coming in and controlling you against your will. It's it's an agreement, um, and it's not malevolent, and it's also not dissociative identity disorder, meaning that it's not uh, where there's a bunch of different people or personalities occupying one person, and there's not a whole lot of control. So I have seen people talk about, you know, well, you're just crazy, you're, or you're possessed. It's not that at all. It is a confusing time of transition where you might not know what's going on and it all seems really weird, or you might not even have a sense of that at all. You just might feel kind of off. It really depends on the person and the situation, um, especially if you're like in a coma or something and, you know, you're just kind of out of it for a while. So it really, really is different depending on the person. And, yeah, I think I think everybody just, you know, you kind of have to accept that it's different. You, you don't, it's not a cookie cutter thing. So this is not the show that I wanted to have, but I did want to get the topic out there. I'd love to hear your questions, comments. Don't forget to go to Walk in Evolution International if you think that this could be you, somebody in your life maybe. Oh, my God, that's what happened to my husband, I think. Or, you know, I mean, it could give a lot of explanations for things that didn't happen to you but happened around you to somebody that you know and you're just like, you know, what happened? This person did a 360, or not a 360, a 180, <laughs> you know. So um, like I did say, there is something going on out there. Energies are changing. We need to adapt to new ideas. We need to adapt to new practices maybe to accommodate all of this new energy. And I don't, I'm not sure where that's going. I don't, I'm not sure what that means, but... Just throwing out ideas. I actually talk about a lot of things here that I might not even believe in just to, you know, hedge my bets maybe. Maybe this is something that will mean something to me later. Maybe this is something that's true. Maybe this is something that you're already doing or know about. So I just want to share ideas. If you like it, don't like it, that's on you. It's totally okay. So I would like to hear your opinion, though. And that's our show. Um, thank you all for tuning in.
If you want to join the conversation, check out our group on Facebook. We're also on Instagram and Twitter if those are your preferred platforms. And uh, what's the other one? There's another one. I'm blanking out. You can also send me an email at lara.pansociety.net. Get tons of emails all the time. Tell me what you love, what you want more of. I'm Laura Giles. I'll see you next week. Ciao.